Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back, everyone. Nikki's finally back on the show. Nikki, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Hanging in, hanging in. How about you? Uh, I'm good. I had an episode without you last night and I was totally lost. I had to ask questions and talk <laughs> talk to someone and it was a big pain in my ass, like from end oh, to end. I don't like I'm being sorry. the talent. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No? No. You're good at it, though. I know. Well, today, though, we have a special guest that you'll get to show how smart you are, because I'll just say all my same dumb shit. We've got uh, Danny, <laughs> Danny Lear from uh, Caffeine and Kilos on, and his accomplishments are so long on this list, I just can't even read them all. So we'll just get into it on the podcast. Danny, how are you? I'm good. Obviously, uh, someone else made that list for me then, yeah. if that's the case. <laughs> well, I, it's on your About Me on your website, so I, oh, I, don't, there we go. Yeah. I don't know who made it for you, but it's like... I was mm. scrolling through this thing earlier. I'm like, Jesus, I feel like an under, a real underachiever in my life all of a sudden, particularly. <laughs> I should have done something with my life. Fuck. Oh, it's not too crazy. I know. No, it's great. So uh, you're out in California, right? I am. Yep. I am uh, around Sacramento, California. How's the weather out there? Nikki's got her I little, my ear warmers, her little well, air warmers on that she knitted. She looks all cute. To, today, it's really fucking windy. That's why I'm in my garage, actually. <laughs> so uh, instead of like outside. But the temperature-wise, it's pretty nice. It's like uh, mid-60s or so. Oh, yep. nice. Every winter that rolls around here in New England, I'm like, why are we doing this? Why are we here? Why, why do I live where the wind hurts my face? It's so bad. I don't know what's up. And we get to this point every year and everyone's like, mild winter we've been having, right? And I'm like, did you fucking forget about like February and March? Like, it's going to be winter here until June 1st. Please oh don't forget. Nobody moved to New England. So are you, are you originally from California? Yeah. So I actually live now, um, not in the exact same town I grew up in, but within a couple miles. Okay. I want to make sure because Nikki hates Canadians and we always want to, <laughs> we always want to go in right at the very beginning to make sure you're not Canadian. Then she just God. says some Otherwise, I would, you, I would, you hear why me do drop you hate off. Canadians? Why do you hate Canadians? <laughs> Isn't that the million dollar question? Really yeah, is. because I, I have had nothing but positive experiences. Uh, one time I heard, uh, one th- is that why you hate them? You're like, these motherfuckers are so nice. Look at, you're spreading rumors, John. Look at what's happening. One time I heard a Canadian get really bad road rage and start yelling and cursing at another Canadian. And then I realized that the reason why he was yelling is he was upset that the other guy didn't stop soon enough for somebody else. And oh. so he was actually yelling at the guy for not being nice enough. Oh, wow. That's the wow. most Canadian argument I've ever heard. That's mm-hmm. what I realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this guy's really upset. This is totally not, you know, in line with my other experiences. And then I realized that he was yelling because the guy still stopped for somebody to cross, but he didn't stop soon enough. And so this guy on a motorcycle was letting him have it. Oh, like, wow. Didn't you fucking see that guy? I'm like, oh. man, he stopped. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. There you go. Well, I think. Nikki and I are going to take the show on the road to a Canadian sanctional at some point to make it up to the entire country of Canada. <sighs> Good Lord. So, all, all seven of them. Yeah. 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 They do have quite a few. No, I meant so, seven people. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> Pretty sparsely all populated. Canadians. They're just going to alternate who the national champion is between the seven of them. <laughs> just go down the list. Oh, uh, sorry. You can have it. No, sorry. You can have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Danny, let's talk about you, man. So, you... Yeah. Uh, You've been doing a lot of stuff in the community. Um, now, I I had prior to getting introduced to you, it was you know pretty familiar with your brand, caffeine and kilos. I mean, you guys are you guys are kind of the shit, kind of OG in the CrossFit yeah. brand world, in my opinion. 
Yeah. I mean, we started in 2013. Um, I have a CrossFit affiliate. Uh, I have a gym that we've been around since 2008. It's awesome. And then one of my co-founders with Caffeine and Kilos actually has a uh, CrossFit gym. And they've been open, I think, since 2010. Um, so we had, we had been in the CrossFit space for a while, um, in the Olympic weightlifting space for mm-hmm. a while. Um, and so that's, that's the, the thing where it's, it really was like a grassroots thing kind of out of nowhere. We've never had in taken on any investments or anything. So I'll just been completely bootstrapped. Um, and, and we actually started cause we wanted to host a competition. That's all it was going to be. That. Yeah. The caffeine and kilos invite, which that's we right. still do. We yes. still do it. But in 2013, that was the whole idea. It's like, we're just going to host this competition because there was no money in weightlifting and there still really isn't much, but there's some at least. And so we said, well, if we host this meet and give out cash prizes, we can get the best lifters in the country to come lift at this thing. And then we'll do a CrossFit style competition as well. And that way we can get an audience for these weightlifters and kind of bring the community together. And then uh, that basically turned into Captain Kilos, the company. There's just this huge, so cool. yeah, this huge like ground soul support. And, and we got, you know, a bunch of people came out and we got really good lifters. We had a couple of Olympians actually came out and lifted in it. And it was just really good for the community and just resonated with people. And so that's kind of how it started. So it really did kind of start, you know, pretty early on and, and just from people in the community and in the local CrossFit gyms in this area and then weightlifters small over the nation. And, and then just, it just took off. It's so cool. I think that like, I remember back because I started CrossFit back in 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, back in the day, like there were no, there were no brands in the space. Like there were no organizations right. that represented who we are as a community uh, yeah. with, with anything, not with, with words or with clothing or with logos or websites or anything like that. Like it was just a bunch of people figuring out how to work out. And as we built this community, as we built this community, we like wanted, we, we like yearned for that. I mean, CrossFitters love gear, obviously. It yeah. is what it is. We're just like a certain breed. But like, you know, back in the day before there was any uh, shoe, quote unquote, made for CrossFit or like right. socks made for CrossFit. Anything I'm talking like about pre box. Yeah, Prebok is right. It's, it's a <laughs> B. It's a time before Reebok yeah. BR. Um, you know, when we were like, I remember my first pair of Innovates. It was like the closest yep. thing that anyone oh, yeah. had. Oh like, yeah, Yeah, exactly. And and I just remember like yearning for for something that I could wear or represent or a community of people I could align with that I could, you know, be like, Hey, this is what we do. This is what we do in the gym. This is what we do in life. This is what we wear. This is how we talk. This is how, so it's cool that you were able to start providing that to people, you know, with an event specifically to be like, Hey, come together in Mm -hmm. in life. Let's do our thing together. And like, you know, let's, let's build a brand around, how people like interact with each other and and physically build a community as well. And that was a big part of it is what you mentioned as far as like apparel and things to wear and do and whatnot. And the, at the time there were a few companies that were kind of making some shirts or trying to sell shirts to CrossFitters and that type of thing, but they just didn't really resonate with us. And we're like, well, if they don't resonate with us, I'm sure there's other people that feel the same way. Or maybe it was a shirt. I owned a couple, but it's like, I would wear it to the gym, but I would never wear it outside the gym. Totally. Right. Like that type of thing. And so they're either like, you know, like kitschy sayings on them or like, you know, various puns or whatever, which is fine. Like there's everything was about bacon. bacon, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or I was like, (laughs) example I always give is, is something like, if you like my, grandma's cookies used to see, see her snatch or something totally, and then like, totally. you know, has an old lady lifting a barbell. Right. Um, 
And so that's fine. And that's great if you're into that. But like, I'm not going to wear that to my niece's birthday party. Right, or I'm exactly. not going to wear that around town, right? And so that was the idea is like, well, what if we actually made apparel that like fits good and you feel good in, like it looks good and you could wear it outside the gym and in the gym, right? So you could wear it to dinner. You could wear it to your niece's birthday party. You could wear it yeah. around and still kind of represent fit, like that fitness, represent the lifestyle that you like and not feel like a fucking douchebag everywhere you go. I think overall, and this is me putting on my marketing hat because I, I do work in marketing and advertising full-time. I think that we've evolved a lot as a community, as the CrossFit yeah. brand and the brands within it, right? So we sort of went through this evolution of like, we were known for loud, crazy colors and insane patterns and you would mix match everything. That's just kind of like who we were. And and some brands are still relying on that and some do right. really well with that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and also there's anything of, like totally wrong with that. Yeah, right. no, no, no. And I, and I have a lot of that as well. But what's cool is that we've also, so now we're coming sort of like back down the bell curve where we're looking for a more sophisticated look. We're looking to align with uh, simpler, cleaner aesthetics. And you guys have sort of had that from the beginning and sort of maintained that this entire time, which I like. You've been like, yeah, well, you know, while everyone's going to do their own thing, we're, we've kind of got this tried and true thing that works for us. We're going to stick with it. And I appreciate that. I think that's cool. Yeah. And that's Dean, my business partner, Dean, um, one of the co-founders. That was him the whole ways. He's always really been into streetwear and that type of thing. And so that's really kind of what it is, is, is essentially we make like streetwear apparel, but that resonates with people in fitness. Yeah. Right. And so it's, uh, that's, that's really kind of where the apparel comes from and, and the big influence is like old skate brands and that. Yeah, type of thing. totally. And so that's, and then it turns out that's what a lot of people are into, right? That's the yeah. kind of the message is make the stuff that you like and probably other people are going to like it too. And the uh, long as so. it fits huge biceps and tiny calves, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I guess uh, some people got some decent calves. Yeah, that's the John has great calves. You got good calves, John. I do not have great calves. <laughs> pop, pop one of those things up on the screen. Let me see that bad boy. Just like huh? kick a leg up. Just kick a yeah. leg up. <laughs> I'm very flexy, but I'm not doing that. I taught PE for eight years, and when I was teaching for five of those years or four of those years, the one the schools I was at had this principal, and he was really into his calves. Right. Um, like what? I'm serious. Oh, yeah. No, that's not like, oh, a, yeah. that's not like, like a thing me into it. Oh yeah. Really? So, oh, I've yeah. never described anyone like this. Like nice guy <laughs> makes a mean, like, you know, grills a mean steak. Really, really into his cast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like he would show them to people. Uh, what? Oh, I'm yeah. creeped out by that. In a, in a class one time we were like doing bench and he walks in and, and he's, you know, whatever, talks to some kid. And I was like, we got to show him. And so, like, he laid down just some bench press. And all the kids are clapping. They're all pumped up. This is the principal, you know? And then he sits up. He goes, you guys think that's good? Wait till you see this. And pops one of his legs, Captain Morgan style, up on the bench. And then pulls up his pant leg and starts flexing his calf. And I was like, holy shit. This is... Uh, <laughs> and did nobody guy. clap? They were like, they, they, everyone's confused. It was like mass confusion. <laughs> the kids were like, what is, what's happening? And, yeah. and then he said, uh, if you think that's good, wait till you see the better one. And then he went and then he put the other leg up there. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's got a, he, what he feels is a better calf, you know? It was, uh, yeah, that's a true story. That's a, uh, yeah. Can you imagine this guy on Tinder would be like dick pics, but calves? <laughs> oh. 
my you know? god! He just spam he you with calf picks. That's all it would be. He he would do the move too, or he'd like go to show me something on his phone, like, oh, let me show you a picture of this, you know, whatever I was hiking last weekend or wherever the fuck's going. And he'd like start scrolling through his phone, and then there's like a picture of like a flexed bicep. And he like pauses on it a split second longer, and then keeps going. And so then I couldn't help, but I'd be like, wait. Was that you? And so no, then you go you back. No, you didn't play oh, into yeah. it. How do you not? How do you not encourage this? So I go That's back the to worst it. Worst kind of person. And then uh, I was like, "Is that you?" He goes, "Yeah, pretty good from old man." I go, yeah, you know who would love to see that? It's Coach Mitchell. And he's like, you, you think so? Like you got to go show him right now. <laughs> oh and so then I'm like, "Yeah, send him off to other teachers to go show these pictures <laughs> of himself." <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know if anybody cares about these stories other than me, but I thought. No, I'm so into it. I feel like I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start doing this to people. You know, oh, hey, yeah, let, let me show you my calf picks. Be uh-huh. great. <laughs> yeah, just to oh see the confused god. look on their face. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a it's a real thing. Oh so my god. I can't, I can't. So I got to wrap my head around the fact that you were you were a gym teacher for eight years, seven years. Yeah, top P for eight years. Uh-huh. On top of everything else that you've done, I mean, the list of accolades in your athletic so I, background is like. <laughs> insane well that's kind of why i quit teaching so actually i love teaching i had a really good time i i thought i was gonna do it for 40 years and i was great with that um but then and i was doing the gym at the same time and i had some business partners there and that was fine and then we uh when Catherine and Keela started again is is i don't want to say an accident but the, you know the plan was to do this one event and then it kind of turned into a whole business over the course of a couple of weeks and so i taught for a full full time for a year um, after that started. And then it was obvious this was just not, not going to work. And so then I actually went part-time teaching for one year. Um, just kind of, cause I mean, we didn't take a check or any money from Kathy McKeels for over a year mm-hmm. when we first started money was coming in, but we we're just trying to grow this thing, you know? So like every single center is going to roll back in. Right. Um, and then after that, then I went to a part-time teaching job and we took very little money for like another year. And then after that, it was like, okay, this is just, we like I was, this. yeah, I was working from, you know, 5 a.m. until 7 a.m. And then I would take my, oh, I had a kid at the same time too. Take, take the oh, kid, yeah, like matters. my in-laws <laughs> and then go to school and teach all day. And then after school, I'd go and like coach one class, in my gym, and then come home, eat dinner and then work until 10 or 11 at night and do that every day. And that, um, it's not sustainable, no. you know, uh, at least if you want to, you know, like know your children and stay married yeah, minor so, details yeah so rated totally that's when i so i quit teaching um just because yeah only so much At time least you didn't quit like the kid yeah <laughs> but well you have an s jet like you to be fair yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally you know. true. Mm-hmm. it was like well, teaching or no get out on his own already yeah well straws you know teaching got the short straw oh, when no. i pulled him out yeah <laughs> Hey, I, w- I want to hear about this event a little bit because I haven't gotten an invite. So I assume mm-hmm. you don't you don't have a a, a a grouping for masters men that lift the women's RX. I'm assuming. <laughs> well, uh, maybe yeah, maybe this year new category. So we we the first year it was just uh, the weightlifting was invitation only. So the only people that lifted were you know my goal was, and I was, I was competing at the national level at the time in weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting. And so I said, well, I want to do this. I want to make a meet that I'm not good enough to qualify for. Like, I only want people here. And I was getting like top five or so in the nation. Like I got fifth at 
American Open, seventh at Nationals, that type of thing. So like, I only want people here that are like better than me. Um, otherwise, who really wants to come watch anyway, right? And so that was that was it. That session was only invite people. And so people flew from all over because everyone got paid a little bit. And if you won, you got paid a lot more and that type of thing. Um, but then since then, now, now when we do it, we have a local meet that goes all day. So we do, we get kids, we get masters athletes, we get anybody that wants and come out and we get about a hundred weightlifters, um, just from the local community that do that, um, throughout the day. And then there's still the invite session at the end of the day. Um, awesome. And then on the, yeah. And on the fitness side of things, the CrossFit style competition, we do a team event. It's just so much easier to organize team events. And we do, we have RX and scale divisions. Um, so, and they're, um, co-ed teams so co-ed teams of two co-ed teams of four four got mm-hmm. it yep i love that yeah do you get a lot of people i mean when when you say it's an all-day community event do you get a lot mm-hmm. of people who just you live nearby and want a chance to hit mm-hmm. the platform for the first time or do people come and travel for this too because now they people know. travel for it too yeah yeah and then there's also a powerlifting part now so it's like awesome. a, a, de- a deadlift only a pool only meet and the idea with that is you know there's some guy who trains at a CrossFit gym and is just a deadlift monster, but you know, probably doesn't bench or know how to squat out of a monolift or anything like that. Right. And so we just do a pull only deadlift meet and then the, the CrossFit and the weightlifting. So yeah, we get people, we get teams that travel, not, not real far, but we do get teams that travel to come in and do it um, because it's fun. It's a you know, fun community event. And I think people like being a part of it with it being the caffeine keel is invitational, you know, um, kind of the brand brings some people out as well. I love so, yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's great. We end up getting like four or four or five hundred um, athletes. Yeah. Between the three different sports out there. Where do you guys hold this? Sacramento. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always a good excuse to get out to California. Always a good excuse to come out. Yeah. And <laughs> I then said we have... as I had my ear warmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we have a pro MC out there. We have Logan comes out and MCs for Hell us. Hell yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, she'll be here tomorrow. Oh, tell her I so what's me. up. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we leave for Norway on Tuesday night, and I was just oh, nice. recognizing the other day that, like, I think I might have already said this on the podcast, but like, I always travel solo to sanctionals and you know RIP regionals and games and stuff. Yeah. The fact that we're traveling to Europe together tomorrow is like lighting up my life. And she's <laughs> so, so excited. So it'll be great. The other half of my girlfriend's soul, totally. So, Danny, you said you wanted to create an event that uh, you couldn't qualify for, but you're a hell of a lifter, man. You won the World Cup, Uh, right? Masters World Cup? Well, Masters World Cup. And that's like a little different. Um, It's not that different. Well, okay. So, yeah, the goal was, at the time, I was lifting for California Strength. And so that's, you know, lift for Cal Strength. They've always had really good teams, really popular. And when I first started lifting for them, there was like two current national champs on the team. There's American record holders on the team. And so that's, so you get, you know, you get pretty good because you're in that training environment. It's like, well, if they can do it, why can't I? Right. And if everybody's lifting big weight, then it's not, it's a, it's just expected. Right. And you feel that you're like, okay, well, all these other people are doing this. This is kind of what's expected. Um, and so then also in the team lifting for California strength is a special experience. Uh, you almost get a little bit of a like a college athlete or pro athlete vibe. Like they, they pay for all your travel, everything. Like you just get, you know, a week before the meet, you get an email that has your travel arrangements and hotel and everything all squared away. And so you just got to go big time shit right show, there. Up, show up and lift. Right. Yeah. And so it's a, it's kind of a fun experience, but then also you got to put out because like they're, 
knowing they're doing that, you know, like you want to score team points. If you go and if you don't do well enough to get team points and you feel like a piece of shit, they pay all your travel and you didn't, you didn't do anything for them. So I, that, that, that being my background, like my various, if you even want to call them accomplishments and weightlifting, um, that's, it's not, um, look, I'm friends with Olympians, you know? And so like you put that in perspective, right? So like, and then still we, we sponsor some weightlifters and we sponsor Morgan King, who was a 2016 Olympian. She got sixth in the Olympics, yeah. right? Um, we sponsor she bad ass. Oh, she's incredible. She's yeah. And then Wes Kitts, who's the most likely candidate from the U S to go to the Olympics at this point. Um, and so, and Harrison Morris, who's, you know, same thing. He's in the top five men, um, to go to the Olympics right now. So anyway, I, I think of that and I think of people who win national championships, even, even U S national championships in the senior division. And that to me anyway, is much more impressive than, um, a master's weightlifting meet, even if it is the world cup. Um, I don't know. It seems pretty yeah. impressive to me considering I get super excited about 135 pound yeah. snatch. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it is fun. It was, and that was, uh, I do also, that was like a kind of a weight off my shoulders. Like I had these goals when I started weightlifting, um, that I wanted to, you know, like place first, just like qualify for nationals, place top 10 and then medal, you know, and these different things. And I did everything. I like qualified, I placed top 10, I placed top five at a national meet, but I never medaled at a national meet. And then uh, I thought I was done weightlifting, but masters start at 35 years old. I just turned 35 uh, last year in August. And so one of my friends who does these masters meets just hits me up and says, Hey man, um, masters world cups in San Diego. Like that's so close. You should go lifting it. I was like, dude, I haven't, I haven't like trained weightlifting. I've been doing CrossFit three times a week for the last four years. Like my body feels, <laughs> my body feels really good. Like, yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, but it's so close. So all right, fuck it. Well, it's right there. I can fly down and lift and fly back the next night. And yeah, yeah. I can still go to my, my daughter's soccer game on Saturday and I could still be home Sunday night and everything, you know? And so anyway, so I trained for whatever, like, eight weeks did a local meet to get a qualifying total did another 12 weeks of training with San Diego and ended up winning the meet. So it was a lot of fun. I kind of, kind of got that monkey off my back. Like, okay, now I feel like I didn't medal at a national championship, but I feel like that world cup kind of takes that place. So it was totally. kind of check, check the last box of accomplishments and weightlifting that I was chasing, you know, totally. That counts. Yeah. I also have never medaled before I was 35. So we're basically twins. <laughs> Basically. You guys are basically the same. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I don't even know who yeah. I'm talking to on what screen. I know. It's yeah. ridiculous. What do you like better, competing uh, slash weightlifting or running your affiliate, your gym? Oh, God. They're so different. Um, I would say it's the, the overall experience of running a gym and running an affiliate is uh, beyond words. So... We, that maybe that's why I'm struggling to, to describe <laughs> it. Um, so we've been open since 2008 and you know how it is in, in CrossFit gyms is you, you get, uh, almost like, what's the term I'm looking for? The results aren't, don't seem as impressive because you see it all the time. Right. Yeah. We're like um, jaded to like jaded. how awesome it is. Yeah. So like we're doing every exactly. year, yeah, every year we get. I don't know, probably one or two people, one or two people that lose a hundred pounds, like 80 wow. to hundred pounds. That happens every year. And then we get last year, we had three, we had three people lose like oh, over 80 shit. pounds that I know of for sure. Yeah. And then, and then we get maybe six or so people that lose like 
40 to 60, mm-hmm. you know? And then like everybody who joins the gym loses 20, 30 pounds. Yeah, like it's a given, like yeah. you just fuck, fuck around and show up a couple days a week and you're going to accidentally yeah. lose like 20, 30 pounds. So you get jaded to that. It's just what's expected. You see it all the time, but then every now and then, you know, you get an email from somebody um, or, you know, who actually opens up and kind of tells you different things and about how it's changed their life. And, and then you go, Oh man, like kind of just puts in perspective what, what you're actually doing and what's actually happening. And, and it's happening at that facility. And if they hadn't have found that gym, maybe it wouldn't have happened. You know, um, I'm talking like a lady who went through a divorce like 10 years ago, but had young kids at the time. And so she's worried about that whole situation. And then now, you know, and she was always really active, but then she gains not a ton of weight, but like 20, 30 pounds. She comes in the gym thinking she's too old to do it. Cause she's, you know, whatever, 50 not even that old, but then she ends up losing like 30 pounds and over the eight months, she like loses all that weight and gains all this confidence, which she hasn't had in 10 years since her husband left her, you know? Damn. And like that type of thing where she's like, I, I feel like myself again for the first time since I was in my thirties, you know? And it's like that, that was that type of thing. Like gives me the chills. Like right now, actually just got a little bit of chills from like Aww. thinking about reading through that, you know? So that, that like, you can't put a, um, anything against that as far as like what's more fun or better experience is being able to help people to that, to that degree, you know? Yeah, totally. I'm far away from the mic because there's a spider on the table. Can you please help oh, me? Oh, sweet baby Shit. Jesus. It's crawling up the thing. We're just going to let this happen. Let's just, let it. Just, just use your it's, hand. No. Just like, I, just do this. It's going to be probably a really little. <laughs> no, I got issue out. Closer. The tissue in the background now. <laughs> Oh, sweet mother of God. See, we have this thing on the, we have this thing on the show, Danny, where, uh, Nikki likes to leave her notifications on. And mm. I, I, it took me like 10 episodes with her to teach her how to turn them off. And now she's learned. So now I guess the spider's like the new notification. I don't know. Probably. I to text my husband to come into the room. Why didn't you just do this? And it's like squish it with your hand. Listen, when you're afraid of bugs, the scariest thing is getting close enough to them to kill them. <laughs> I'm literally yeah. just going to, I'm just going to edit this part. This is going to be the only thing I post. It's just the spider. <laughs> we'll call it the spider <laughs> yeah. episode. That's it. Oh my God. And, uh, the spider incident of 2020. I had a great spider happened. incident of 2019. Oh, really? Oh, sweet. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, I did. Where it like you- scarred me for life. I'm like PTSD from it. Oh man, you're so ridiculous. So I, I'm with you. I, I'm going to get back to the story. So I'm with yeah. you, Danny. Like I, I get kicked out by people losing weight. Oh and yeah. The, and the change, like I just posted yep. a photo. My mom sent me a photo a little while ago. My dad started CrossFit and uh, he's 75. Mom's 74. Yep. And they yep. both in six months, they've lost like over 40 pounds. Both of them. Oh, it's crazy. Well, dude, it's like, you know? so it's, but it's, it's crazy, but it's not like it is because you, that what they used to be was normal. It was their previous normal. Right. right. And so like, this is such a change, but then you put it in perspective and it's like, well, yeah, that's what happens to people when they do CrossFit three or four days a week or two to three days a week, even, you know, like that's shit. My mom actually just started a couple months ago. And so cool. it's, it's like just absolutely loving it. it. The other day, my mom, she just started, she's doing like personal sessions right now, PTs with one of our trainers, but then my daughter's doing the kids and then my wife was doing a class. And so there's like three generations of Lear women, uh, like all doing all in the gym at the same time. Like my daughter did the teens the same time my wife did the adult class. We're not the teens, she's seven. My daughter did the kids the kids same class. time my wife did the adults class. And then my mom 
came in and did her personal training session because she just started again like a month or two ago, um, like right after that. And so they're all down there at the same time. And anyway, that's like, that's really cool. You know, I like I that. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's amazing. I, my favorite thing is when people start, when I see a shift in their mentality and they yes. start using the gym for more than whatever their initial like body composition goal was, mm-hmm. if it was to lose weight or... Right you know, to gain muscle or or do whatever, whatever their goals were. When I start seeing them using the gym as an hour that acts as uh, like their social hour because they've made a lot of friends and that's meaningful to them. Or when I see them using that to relieve other stress in their life, or maybe they're, they're turning to that and they used to turn to uh, emotional eating. I'm raising my hand. That's what I do. (laughs) Or, you know, they used to turn to drinking or they used to turn to whatever, like whatever it is, whatever the gym is providing them that is now like a mental shift and is now positive in a way that they weren't necessarily expecting that that's my favorite when I see that turnover start to happen. Well, it's cool too. It's like instant friends, you know? So yeah. we had, like, there's this couple that, that moved out from the other side of the country. They're actually like out in Massachusetts, whatever. And the guy works the government and he got a job out here and they come out. And then like now with, within months, like within a month or two, they have like a whole group of friends. Like they're out yes. and you see them on like Friday night, throughout the dinner with this, yeah. like, you know, these three other couples from the gym and, and it's just like instant, instant community, instant friends moving out somewhere. And that's really that. cool to see too. Someone joins the gym and they don't really know anybody. And then like fast forward four months and you know, you're on Instagram, whatever. And like on their story, you see they're out at fucking Buffalo wild wings with only other people from the gym, you yeah, know? And totally. you're like, Oh man, that's like, that's great. That's you awesome. know, positive influence and positive um, lifestyle and all that, you know? Dude, so, I, I, sorry, no, go ahead, John. I was going to say it. I went, uh, I went home to visit my parents over Christmas and I went to the gym with my dad and he's like the mayor of CrossFit now. Oh, he has all these friends. Like they, no one gave a shit who I was. So it's just like it, <laughs> no one. Like I walk in there, they're like, "All right, there's there's Roy's son," and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, like I'm to the sport. Like I'm kind of a big deal. People, they're like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> no. We love, we love your dad. Deal. Man, yeah. that's something I think I've ever said those words. Oh, I'm so kind hum- of a big deal. People. So humbling. <laughs> So humbling. Um, I will have you know that uh, the affiliate that we're at right now just celebrated our, our one year anniversary and we had a little party. Yeah. And the owner gave out tiny trophies uh-huh. to people, like superlative style awards. Oh, and yeah. my husband legitimately won mayor of CrossFit. Oh, that's nice. great. Has it on written on a trophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. Now, so talking about CrossFit parties, that's the best thing too, is like we have the best parties. Like we yeah. we did a we had a 10 year anniversary party and we like rented out this mansion in this town by us there's like this old like 1800s mansion and they gave tours in like their area appropriate wardrobe anyway that was like that was super cool and then every year we have a christmas party that is just like people just know like nobody drives to this thing of course just gets rising and like we uh there's it always has a fiesta theme because I think one year we bought fiesta theme decorations, and so now we have them. So every year it's a fiesta theme. <laughs> okay. We do a pinata. We do a we do a giant pinata, and we fill it though with like airplane sized booze bottles. Amazing. Like, so it's like, and then uh, and different things like that. Um, I mean, like shoelaces and wrist wraps, and yeah. then there's like a free month, you know, in there, and then we line them up in high order, just like because I don't know how else you do pinatas, and uh, we blindfold them. And it's amazing. Anyway, yeah. CrossFit so. parties are the best. And the best part is like the age range. 
Oh yeah. Like that's my favorite, like drinking or hanging out or partying mm-hmm. or not even if it's just like a potluck or Hang something out. at the gym, like yeah. chilling with people who are like my age younger. Cause now I feel like I'm old, but like also like <laughs> In the some of, the of our, now. like you were talking about your parents, like some of mm-hmm. our parents and our friends' parents also go in the gym and like yep. their parents are way cooler than they are. <laughs> one of my, uh, in my gym, one of my old, old business partners, he's not in the gym anymore, but anyway, his grandma, she's 80, 86, something like that. Anyway, she still goes to the gym. She's in there three days a week. Doesn't miss, you know, Love it. does so she wear cool. the, does she wear the snatch shirt? <laughs> she, she it doesn't say my grandma though. It doesn't say mine. Yeah. yeah. Should, my if, cookies and my If snatch. you like my cookies, you should see my snatch. That'd be great. <laughs> I think I that we just that. came up with your next t-shirt run. Yeah. Well, yeah. run it, run it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. It's a niche market for oh, sure. It's, for a, sure. it's a niche market. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you put it on uh, Amazon. I'm sure you get enough hey, grandmas, who, grandmas who want to show off the snatch. I'm going to buy one for my grandmother who knows nothing of CrossFit and is super religious just to see the look on her face at Christmas. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> she wouldn't probably wouldn't get it at all. I know. I she wears that. That's a snatch. Yeah. Thanks for the shirt. John got me this. He's mm-hmm. such a sweet boy. Wear it to her uh, like bridge bridge tournaments <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Danny, so you, you've considering how far you've come in the sport and in weightlifting and all sort of like, you know, CrossFit adjacent worlds as well. Are you still a fan? I know you're not competing anymore, but are you still a fan mm-hmm. of the competition? Like, are you following now that we're in the sanctionals world and you know, what's going to happen with games? Like, is that something that you still pay attention to? <sighs> kind of. Kind of. Uh, so what I mean by kind of is, I mean, I have a bunch of friends who are doing it, you know, so it's fun to watch your friends do yeah. stuff. And I mean, we have Kathy and Kilo sponsors some athletes and that helps, but Honestly, everybody we sponsor are, are, they were friends of mine before we sponsored them type thing. Yeah. Um, and so like when Noah Olson or Carrie Pierce, um, does really well, that's really exciting, partially because there's this relationship with caffeine and kilos, but also like I was friends with both of those people before caffeine and kilos sponsored them or whatever. Right. Cool. Um, yeah. And so that's part of just having been in, in the sport since 2008. And, you know, like over time, you just know, meet people and kind of see people as yeah. they're coming up. And, and then with caffeine kilos being at different things, you meet people and different things. But, uh, so I, I like that. I like watching people I know do well. I really like watching actually people at the gym on a Wednesday afternoon at four o'clock Hmm. in like a death by thrusters workout or something like that. Like that's a lot of fun to watch, but to be totally honest, you know, like when it comes like a, a a random, a random heat at a, at a random sanctional, I don't really care too much. Um, And I'm not saying that it's not exciting or that no one should care. It's like, look, I've been watching people do CrossFit for 12 years, you know? And, um, there are some things about it that are really exciting and fun to watch and all that. But if there are people who I don't have any personal relationship with and it's just kind of a workout at this, then it's like, I don't really know. But with, if there's something on the line, you know, I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, so it's not that I don't care or don't like watching CrossFit. That's definitely not true, but I'm not like into it as far as, like, look, like I could never sit there with, uh, Armin and Justin and break down, like what athlete is going to place 34th at the CrossFit games. 
Like there's zero chance I could do that. You know, I can't do that with Armin either though, but it's only cause I'm so attracted to his mullet, you know, it's, <laughs> it's so it's, distracting. It is. He's it's got so good di- hair. So yeah. He really does. I've spent a lot. Of, yeah. You think that's distracting. Wait till he takes his shirt off. Whoa. Oh, oh yeah. He's got these big old pepperoni nipples. He likes to show oh, off sometimes. Hey. So hot. Oh. So hot. Mm-hmm. I hear that's like the, the new trending. It's like dad bods and pepperoni nipples. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. (laughs) Dad bods and pepperoni nipples. One can only hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well. Technically, you'd need two logos, technically. (laughs) But still, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. You could do like an art style with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. No, I hear what you're saying. John, you're kind of like that too, right? In terms of like watching competition. Yeah, we were, Nikki and I talked about this the other day. Like, as much as I follow CrossFit, I don't love to watch the competitions. Like I like to see the people best at what they do. Like I, I really enjoy yeah. um, at the games last year when they were doing the liftoff and um, mm-hmm. Amanda Barnhart and uh, Tia were going head to head. Like that was really exciting right. and fun. They're best in their sport, super mm-hmm. strong. Like that was fun. I could care yeah. less about the random teams that you've never heard of or, or even, you know, watching the yeah. national champions or whoever, like, I want to see the best of the best for a short period of time. Then I'm kind of done. You know, <laughs> it, it's the, it's the final heat or the last two heats, you know, of a workout. I can kind of get into that because there's something on the line and maybe somebody comes from back from behind within that heat and that type of stuff is great. You know, I like competitions in general. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Well, at least you have a couple friends slash athletes that are on your, on your team, on the caffeine and kilos team that have real shot at getting to the podium. Oh, I mean, Haley Adams. Yeah. Yeah. You know, between Haley, Carrie, I mean, China Cho going on the mayhem team. That's a, that's, that's pretty promising. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And Noah, I mean, what a friggin' year he had. That was doing great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what he what he can accomplish this season. So you're yeah. you're, you're far yeah. too humble, Danny. Like you keep doing this to us. You're like, oh yeah, there's just some of my friends. And then she lists off the name of people, and these are all the top athletes in the sport. Like Carrie Pierce yeah. is is a monster. Like I love her and and oh. Noah, you know, has these as good a th- shot as anybody to win the games. You know? Well, these are the nicest people I've ever met. Yes. Like that's the catch is like Noah is genuinely a good guy. Noah's one of those. He, Noah's so nice. People think it's fake. I know. Like sometimes people give him shit thinking Ugh. that he's faking it, but it's like, nah, man, like we knew him. We knew him and like started supporting him before he made it to the games. Dude, right? For the first like, and, like three or four years that I knew him and loved yeah. him and thought he was incredible. I was dealing with probably like 80 or 90% of people who had ever heard of him being like, isn't he kind of an arrogant prick? And I'm like, where like the not, fuck did that? Where did you even get that? It's like nowhere. And well, because they because he's so nice, they think it's fake. They think he's like faking being nice. It's like no, he's just actually that nice. And it's anyway. And Carrie Carrie Pierce is the same way. Yeah, like she's like she is just the the nicest. And talk about humble. I mean, she yeah. was like you know whatever all American gymnast at Michigan, like big time D one school, winning the Big Ten championships four years in a row, all this type of thing. And then she did like some Olympic weightlifting and then she competed in some powerlifting and like did all these things separately before she did CrossFit. So it makes sense that she's 
good at CrossFit, right? But yeah. the the she doesn't really talk about those things unless you ask her about them. Whatever. Oh yeah, right? I know. And my and first her- time interviewing her at regionals ever when she was winning events and and we had spent a lot of time together because whenever yeah. an athlete wins an event, I do an interview. I yeah. kept being like, and I'm sorry, you've been doing this for how long? And it was like seven months right or something less than it was yeah. insane. it was like most people don't even know how to like i don't even know what at that point like do a kip you know what <laughs> i mean yeah and then she like she like sends stuff to her mom you know like she's at the at the games we you know we have a booth out there she like brings her mom by so we can meet her mom the whole thing and like she's just mm. like she's like i really want you to meet my mom i'm like i would love to meet your mom bring her oh. by you know so she comes by with her family and and like that's the whole thing too like a lot of people wouldn't do that especially in the middle of a competition that's kind of important right, right. like go out of your way so that she like bring her just so could meet her parents uh, I love let me that. tell you how nice yeah. carrie pierce is so she was uh one of the first interviews i did for the podcast now this that's is right. pre, this is pre nikki so it's pn right mm-hmm. and right it was like i think it was episode five and I, I had this wild idea she invited me i was she was in columbus and she invited me to her hotel so i'm like I'm a little like nervous to begin with. Cause now I'm in this woman's hotel room that I don't know, you know, <laughs> and you know, it's the me too movement. So like, I'm like, you know, if you look at just worry, you and were afraid she was going to harass you. Yeah. Well, I just say a lot of dumb shit. And, uh, so I had had this wild idea that I'm going to quote rap lyrics to her and make her fill in the blanks just to see how she takes it, you know? Oh, she'd be game. Yeah. Well, she was, I'm like, and so, so I read this childish Gambino lyric to her and I did it in this like, you know, I, I like overemphasize how white I am. Like I'm the whitest guy on the planet, but I overemphasize it. And so the lyric was watching haters wonder why Gambino got the game locked half tie thicky. All she want to do is blank. And she just, she stumbled and stumbled in the, the final, the word is Bangkok. All she want right. to do is Bangkok, uh-huh. you know? And so when I gave her the word, like I was so nervous because it's, you know, it's, it's a double entendre. And I'm like, I yeah, gave yeah. her the word and the look on her face was worth a billion dollars. She just laughed <laughs> her ass off. She, she was so nice. And uh, the only part we argued about was, you know, she's from Michigan and I'm from Ohio. So we had, yeah. we had to yeah. argue about Ohio State. Of course. Michigan, but, <laughs> but otherwise she was brilliant and super funny and so nice. I, I just love her to death. She's the best. Yeah. She, yeah. She's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So that's fun. So then when she does well, that's nice also because you can really, you can really root for him. Not, not again, it's not just because it's this person who there's some sort of a like potential gain from like, Oh, she's a captain kilos athlete and she's doing well, but it's not even that. I don't even really <laughs> half the time. I don't even think of it in that term at all. I'm just thinking like, man, I'm really glad Carrie's doing well because yeah. I just yeah. want her to do well. And then I'm like, Oh, I guess it'd be good for captain kilos too. You know, cool. but really, I just, I want, her to do well, you know. So, well, so we're uh, we're kind of winding down a little, but I want to I want to hear about I felt your. Podca- like we're just getting started. Well, I, I want to hear about your podcast. Like you know, so you've as I was looking back over your accomplishments, not only have you got this great business, you got this great gym, and you're a great lifter, but now you got a podcast too. Why do you got to do it all, man? Like, don't Come take on, my, man. Don't take my gig. Come well, on. Well, so the podcast is called Gas Station Cappuccino. Um, and so it's, it's just with caffeine and kilos. So it's myself and then Dean, who's my business partner in caffeine and kilos. And it's, uh, very similar to this format. Like there's sometimes some topics, sometimes <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're doing either. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, hey, what's going on? You know? Yeah. Uh, and so we just talk about sometimes things that are recent or going on in CrossFit or weightlifting or powerlifting or just kind of what's going on, you know, or what's Do you guys ever talk about like coffee specifically? We talk about coffee sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so especially like right now, something is really cool for caffeine and kilos. We have a coffee of the month 
And that's been like a huge hit uh, because people like trying different blends. And so every month you get a different blend. And, and so you get some lighter roasts and medium roasts and different stuff and different origins. You get coffees from all over the world. Um, and then it allows us to do some cool things. Um, like last month, January's blend was called uh, Reina do Rio, which means the queen of Rio. Hmm. And so is uh, it's a Brazilian coffee that's from this micro lot that's uh, like grown, cultivated, harvested by women only. And they get paid like 80, 80% more or 50% more than the local standard type thing. Damn. And so it's really cool. But that's not like a blend we have all the time. Okay. But like it's, so it's a great opportunity for us. We can do things like have that one month and like do that and support yeah. that and that type of thing. So coffee of the month is really cool because we can get different blends around the world and support kind of different things we believe in. Um, nice. So we talk about that a lot. We talk about like what next month's coffee of the month is or different things. Or if we've been to the roasters, um, the roaster we use is right in Sacramento, just down the street. Um, and we've been with him or he's been with us, however you want to say that, uh, ever since 2013 we started. So spent a lot of time over there doing different coffee tastings and cuttings. You're speaking Nikki's love language because she's the I most know. basic of white girls. The most mm-hmm. basic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. very true, number one. But number two, also, I think that coffee just like runs through my veins. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan. Well, that's good. <laughs> so good. And that's also, so good. I just want to say that you guys over at Caffeine and Kilo, speaking of coffee, it just reminded me. I just think it's so cool. You guys have always been sort of like first first to step up to the plate in terms of supporting like local events outside uh-huh. of just what you do. And I think of yep. all the tiny bags of coffee that you sent my way. And I throughout <laughs> the many years of coaching now, yeah. almost nine years, um, I have run marketing and event programs for a lot of different gyms that I've been a yeah. part of. And that means hosting events. And yep. anytime we're looking for brand sponsorship and we reach out to you guys, and if you want to send, yeah, do you want to send prizes? You want to help us out? You are the first company every single time to be like, absolutely. Here's yep. what we can send. Here's some bags of coffee. Here's some like coffee infused bars and things like that. Gift cards. Yeah. Throughout the years, man, you guys have always been first. And I think of those little bags of coffee that we always give out and people yeah. are amped to get them yeah. always. So thank you also for, you know, not only supporting, you know, ro- local roasters and finding cool places to get it from and, and, and having a chance to talk about that, but also to be first to give that to the community as well. I think that's, that's really cool. You guys. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, that's, that's kind of what it's all about, right? Like I know what it's like hosting competitions and local competitions and trying to do things and people want prizes, right? So, yeah. um, and want to help out. So that's something we could do to help out. And that's great. And like lately, we actually mostly send out gift cards, cool. but it's like, okay, cool. Like everybody, the podiums gets, even if it is $5, whatever, it's like five bucks towards anything you want. Like maybe, yeah. you, want, maybe you don't drink coffee. You can buy some shoelaces, whatever, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. so, so yeah, that's, that's something we like really feel strongly about and really try to do is just support everything. So pretty much, you know, if someone reaches out with a local competition, um, we will send some prizing to them of some, some sort, you know, that's always so cool. Um, so it's hard yeah, to find support us. on the local level. Yeah. And like these gyms mm-hmm. are just trying to like, ain't nobody hosting a competition to get rich. You know what I mean? Like these no, gyms yeah. are just trying to find a way to make their members bring feel the community special, together. bring the community together. Like, you know, and, and it's, pricey to host and it's you know no one wants to pay for a comp anymore either so the fact that there's any well-known brand willing to help out is always really helpful yeah i appreciate that yeah it's fun that's it's one of those things sometimes where it's like well 
I like doing it. Like we like, we think it's important. We like doing it. So if you're not, um, if you're not going to do or, or the things that you want to do that you think are helpful, then like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, it's amazing. So, uh, yeah. so what's next for you guys? I mean, uh, you, at this point you've done it all, so you could just retire, but you're not <laughs> going to, obviously. Man, you know what's funny what's is I feel like, I feel like I haven't done shit. Like I feel like I haven't accomplished anything, you know, like I feel like there's so much more or so much more that I need to do. Like there's, I don't know. Um, well, what's your hot button? Like, yeah. What's, what's your hot button then? Like, what are you really kind of dying to do next? Oh God, personally, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I just know that there's God, this I don't know, sounds corny, but like, honestly, I just want to help people. Like, I just want to do more. I feel like, um, I don't know. I just want to make a bigger impact. You know, well, I, I suspect you're going to, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. for that very reason, cause it's almost always the people that simply want to do that without and, an agenda yeah. attached to it that end up doing that. And I don't know exactly what that looks like, but there'll be something. You just kind of take things like, honestly, like I always knew I wanted to do some sort of business thing, whatever. Right. And then, um, an opportunity with the gym came up like the, my gym, another guy founded it, but it only been open a month or two and he needed some help and that type of thing. And that's kind of when we, anyway, like opportunities present themselves. Right. Um, same thing with caffeine and kilos. Like it was just going to be an event. And then it turned into this company where we sponsor athletes and we send out prize packs and we, the whole, our whole goal is we just want to promote a healthy, active lifestyle by selling coffee and apparel that makes you like feel great and look amazing. Right. Like that's the mm-hmm. whole point, you know, like you want to want people to feel good when they're wearing it and feel proud and represent that lifestyle, you know, spread the message of fitness. And so, I like that. I would like to be yeah. caffeinated and look great while doing it. Who doesn't, <laughs> <Perfect>. right? <laughs> and so that's the, the whole point is like, it's just, yeah, that's exactly it. So it's just, I don't know, opportunities come up. And so just as they do, you just got to take advantage of them and see where, where they go. And some things pan out and some things don't, or some things are going fine, but then something else is going, you know, every time you said yes to something, you're saying no to something else, right? So you got to kind of pick, pick where you want to put your time and energy in. And uh, I don't know what would make me feel like I've, like I've done something, but, uh, they'll, at some point it'll happen. Yeah. Well, well I, I tell you what I've learned today. I've learned that Arm and Hammer has pepperoni nipples, mm-hmm. nice, looking ones too. Not, yeah. nice looking ones. And I've yeah. learned that, uh, I'm going to start producing my grandma's snatch t-shirts. So <laughs> you should. yeah, if you need help very with that, productive, let me know. very productive podcast for me. <laughs> so, so glad we did this today, boys. Uh-huh. So glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I learned Nikki will probably burn down her house if there's ever another spider in it. Oh, oh my God. God. It's a problem. I know. And she needs to turn on her heater. She still has those ear sw- warmers on. I swear to God, she's dressed like it's like five below in the house. Listen, I mean, we keep upstairs cold because that's the, you need it for good sleeping. Oh, okay. that's what they say. You don't mm-hmm. use a chili pad? A what? A chili pad. What's that? You don't know what a chili pad is? No. I don't use one either. But so a chili pad, I think that's what they're called. Anyway, that's <laughs> like uh, you put it, it's like the opposite of a heated blanket. So instead, no. of warm, instead of warm and on top of you, it's cool and you lay on top of it. It's like underneath, like you put it under your sheets, like under your fitted sheets and it like keeps it a little bit cooler. Not so you're like shivering, but just so it's like a temperature where you sleep better at. No, no, we are like, we're like completely like ass backwards. And I don't know why it's like freezing up here, but we have fleece sheets on the bed mm. and oh, like, I go fleece sheets. yeah. And like a heavy ass comforter. Yeah. So it's like 60 degrees up here, but mm-hmm. we need to like bundle like Eskimos. Yeah. My husband is like a furnace in the middle of the night anyway. Yeah. 
There you go. Built-in I'm, heater. I've learned way too much about Nikki sleeping habits now. So <laughs> Highly recommend. Keep it cold. Highly Giant recommend. Blanket. Well, Danny, this has been great, man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah. For for everyone listening, you guys, uh, number one, need to go out to Caffeine and Kilos and buy a bunch of stuff. They don't have the Grandma Snatch shirts, but they got a lot of really mm-hmm. cool stuff. Yeah, uh, true. A lot of great coffee. And, um, and your podcast. Go listen to the podcast. Yeah, let's do gas station cappuccino and go check out caffeineandkilos.com. Yeah, sounds great. Well, again, thank you for Simple. being on. For everyone listening, Nikki and I thank you. Nikki's about to head out to Norway and cover the Norwegian CrossFit Championship, and I'm headed to Waterpalooza yeah. here shortly. So uh, got some uh, some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, so- Norway, that that region drinks more coffee than anywhere else in the world. Oh, good. And and about to be double when I set foot there on, on <laughs> When Wednesday. you and Logan show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. totally. So, so Nick, Nikki's in heaven. So that's yeah, great. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Thanks, well, thanks, thanks Ash. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks yeah. for being on. For everyone listening, we appreciate you tuning in and we will talk to you all soon.